Hello and welcome to After the Pulpit. This is our 27th episode. The title for today is Wisdom for Living. And I'm Ian Hawkridge coming to you from Somerset West in the Western Cape in South Africa. I want to begin by reading from Ephesians chapter 5 verses 15 to 20 from the New International Version. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Some time ago, I remember having a conversation with someone about the problem of the COVID pandemic and the possibilities of vaccination. He told me that he was avoiding vaccination because he is so terribly afraid of needles. I encouraged him, saying that I've had all my vaccinations and the needle is very, very small. I also know someone who is so afraid of needles that he faints when he has to have an injection. But he too has been vaccinated. Many of our fears are irrational, but they are still real. There is a vast difference between living with wisdom and living in fear. So much of our life is based on fear. Fear of death, fear of the future, fear of losing what we have, fear of the unknown and fear of other people. This fear is what prevents us from making the most of life. And instead we long for what we do not have and wonder if life will ever be good. As he writes to the Ephesians, Paul is not under any false impression that life is easy. His life certainly was not easy, yet his life was not focused upon his difficulties. Instead, he was focused upon what God had called him to do, share the good news of the gospel. I doubt that any of us would dispute his claim that the days are evil, as we find ourselves surrounded by war, destruction of the planet, corruption, and disease. But we need to remember who has the last word. Wisdom is the result of knowing this God to whom all the power, glory, and honor belong, and who ultimately has the last word. I often find myself worrying about whether what I am doing and saying and thinking is within the will of God. This too can produce fear in my life. But then I remember that I am not perfect, and perhaps I have not spent time with God, and most of the stuff in my mind 
is the result of my own anxiety. Paul wants us to move beyond this foolishness into a place of confidence, not in ourselves, but in God. The danger with this kind of thinking is that we imagine that walking with God is a kind of certainty and that faith precludes doubt. But it will never be that way. We are finite beings, and although we may seek God, we can never fully know God. Instead, faith is accepting this and living with the knowledge and wisdom that we are given. Many people give up on faith because they cannot find the answers that they are looking for. As I have grown older, I have become less and less certain of the things that I thought I knew and believed as a young person. Yet my confidence in God has grown. Perhaps this is because I have come to see that faith is not about what I believe, but who I believe. My relationship with the Father, Son and Holy Spirit and with God's family has become far more important than doctrine, theology and structure. This is not to say that these are unimportant, but they are merely the scaffolding that supports the building. The temptation when we are confronted by the unwisdom of fear is to try to escape from it. We look for ways that will numb us to the problems we encounter in living. And Paul uses one of the most common in his day. Although drunkenness was frowned upon, especially in Jewish society, it was not uncommon as people tried to escape from their misery. We can see examples of this all around us in drunkenness, drug addiction, and addiction to so many other things in our world. Paul says that there is an alternative to this behavior, and that is an awareness of the presence of the Holy Spirit in each of our lives. I have heard the presence of the Holy Spirit compared to being drunk, but that is not the character of God. Instead, the Spirit's presence brings peace, joy and love to us, whatever our circumstances. Nor should this become escapism either. The singing and making music in our hearts is an acknowledgement of God's presence which may go beyond simply being thankful. God draws us into his own consciousness and we become thankful for life itself. This goes beyond simply praising God in every circumstance because it also acknowledges our struggles and helplessness. Yet even in that situation, we know that we are not alone. True wisdom looks beyond our immediate circumstances to find that God is present to us wherever we are 
and we have no reason to be afraid. We're going to listen to what is in fact a blessing, a benediction. It is a Celtic blessing, and the words were taken from the um, prayers of Lindisfarne by Ray Simpson, and the music is my own. Ever-shielding Father, ever-loving Son, life-giving Holy Spirit, ever-three-in-one. Ever-shielding Father Thank you for listening and I look forward to being with you again next week. Goodbye for now.